Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. this out James yeah mm. no my mine was Sorry, James. Good start. <coughs> we just talked about something we honk can't it use. Or honk it. Yeah, can you honk it? Because I think it's a terrific way to start an app. Yeah. Um, oh. So today we're um, interviewing Thomas Turgoose. Yeah. The actor from Shane Meadows films. This is England. Yeah. When he was a youngster and then he's, oh, he's turning up. I haven't got time. I've got time to. Hi. Wow. Hi. I'm quite nervous. Yeah, I am. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are we? We were just talking about you. Yeah. Oh, good. What was you saying? <laughs> um, we're explaining who we're about to talk <laughs> Never to. Never you mind. <laughs> yeah. oh. Have I joined at the wrong time? I'm too no, premature. Absolutely not. A lovely stuff. Oh. I'm a oh, bit well, starstruck. Yeah, I am. Oh, I was thinking the same. I've been I mean, sat here all morning just being like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know. My life's not as interesting as yours, too. So. It, it must be. What? It must oh, be. I don't know. Please let it be more interesting than ours, otherwise this will be terrible. Because ours are, I don't ours. know. You guys have just bought a boat, right? Um, did you buy a boat? No. Yeah. No. We pretended. We, we pretended bought we bought a boat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> are you still going to do Why? the pod? Um. <laughs> Oh, I like the idea that you thought we were that kind of people, though, that just buy a boat and 
Well, I saw. I kind of saw it on on the podcast. Now I didn't. I, oh, no, we're I, just. On, uh, yeah, on. we're just pretending. <laughs> oh well. I'm <laughs> really disappointed. If you're going to pretend about something, why is it buying a boat? Surely you can pretend about something more exciting. Yeah, that's true. He's having a right old go at us. Well, I just, I just yeah. got, can't get in my head that you're intimidated by two guys who might have bought a boat, and now we haven't. So all that well, power's gone. A, that's just a testament to how boring my life is. Now, no. Why is your life boring? Um, because I'm 31 now. So I'm kind of like, yeah, just life. Like your ideas of fun are totally different than when they are when you're younger, aren't they? Yeah. In my head, I'm going, I was talking about it the other day. I was saying about when I turned 30, thinking I was old. And now I dream of being, you know, kind of flipping <laughs> out. Well, that's always the case, isn't it? I guess the older yeah. you get. Because I, I used to say all the time when I was a kid, I'd go, oh, yeah, 21. Now I'll not make it to 21 the way mm. I live my life. I said, I'll be gone by then. And then You're I made dead. it to 21. Yeah, God, yeah. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, I used to want to die at 19. Like, oh, <laughs> what could have been? What could yeah. have been? I wanted to yeah. be and then, you'd get to, <laughs> and then you'd get to sort of 25 and you'd be like, shit, yeah, I've made it this far. But I won't make it to 30. There's absolutely no way. And now I've made it to 31. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe you I'm going to live some really dangerous things. I used to when I was younger, yeah. Did you? Did you? Just you mainly, do? just things that just mainly involved like alcohol, really. Ah. Don't you just do, when you're young, you sort of do all these silly things, and then every Monday you're like, "How was one of us not dead from the things that we did?" Do you know God, what I mean? I never did it. Yeah. Do you ever put? <laughs> do you ever put two p on a train line and let a train go over it? What? <laughs> no. Mm. Well, I did that. You. Did, did you flatten the two p? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I feel like people's lives are at risk. No, it's too yeah, key. I, it's I, one thing I, risking your own life, but other people's. No, but just I, don't go anywhere near train lines. No, I no, hate but, what no. you've just said. No, no, it wasn't in danger. Look at 2p, the, the thickness of a 2p. No, I don't it want to go gonna near de- a train It's not going to derail a train. Yeah, but you might hear yeah, might, a teenage it. boy might go, oh, I'm going to go and play on the train lines. Well, no, definitely. Was... I'm not saying it as a positive. I'm saying it's something I regret. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I'm trying to look around now to see if I've got a two-pence piece, but any money that's laying around the house is gone in the morning because my wife just scoops it all up, so I haven't got any money. Oh, yeah. she's not um, a chip and pinner. She's not a chip and pinner, no. <laughs> no. Wow, old-fashioned. Thomas, I'm a bit, I'm a bit starstruck. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's so bizarre, though, because I always think with, like, people in, in the same industry that we're in, I don't know, I, it takes, the only people that really make me starstruck, and it's always been the same, are soap stars. They're like, if I make, like, I remember yeah. when I was, because mm. I, I listened to one of your previous episodes with um, Natalie Cassidy. Oh, yeah. And I think if I met her, I'd lose my shit. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Waited. I, I remember when I was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, I know, it was brilliant, <laughs> but it's so weird because like, I, I'm not dropping names, but I've been at parties with Johnny Depp and all these huge stars and I'm just kind of like, all right, great, you're like, you're Johnny Depp, that's amazing, but I, t- I, I remember I met Bruce Jones in a train station who played Les Battersby in Coronation Street. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, <laughs> lost my shit. I called him. I'm Les so glad you explained who Bruce Jones was. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I immediately went heavy metal guitarist. I was just nodding. My head. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, there you go. But to me, I met him and I went up to him and I, I must have only been, I must, it was before This Is England was released because I'd been over in, I think I was in Germany with my dad somewhere. So This Is England wasn't released. So it wasn't like a known fact that I'd been working with mm. Shane Meadows. And Bruce Jones did a film with Shane Meadows a long time ago. Um, and I went up to, to Les Battersby in the train station. I went, oh, Les, I said, and he straight away he was like, my name's not Les. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, I know. It's, I know it's not Les. But I was like, but I've just worked with Shane Meadows and I'm the lead in his new film and it's going to be great. And, and he was just like, yeah, okay, mate, of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if now he goes, oh, my God, that little shit from Mrs. England came up to me in the train yeah. station. Yeah. yeah, I wonder. I wonder if he deleted the memory. Was that... Well, he was pissed, <laughs> so I imagine it's was probably he? gone. Was he pissed? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think it was back in the time he was always. Hang on a yeah. minute, I've got to look, look up Les Batters, but I know the name. I know, I know. Just spilled the tea all over myself. Yeah, he was oh, a taxi driver, wasn't he? I saw Tom yeah. Baker pissed on a train once. Who's Tom Baker? Doctor Who. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. See, I would. That wouldn't. That for me, that wouldn't. I, I'd just be like. Well, I guess it's because I've never watched any of the. No, the, I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I'll be honest. When, when for my first. Well, I, I just, if I ever saw anyone famous, it, it literally blew my mind. Anyone. Because, I don't know, I was just like, they looped out the telly and, and they were just, I was in the same sort of areas then would rock. Um, it's kind of, it's when, when you watch, when you watch someone in a drama or you watch someone playing a character, like in a film, for instance. Mm. But it's when, it's when these people are playing what you perceive to be as real people. Because soap stars are in your, they're in yeah. your front room four or five times a week. So you just, it, it's difficult to get my head around the fact that they're <laughs> not, that she's not actually Gail Platt. You know what I mean? The names are incredible, actually, aren't they? These, these soap names. I like how you can just pluck them from midair. Mate, I, I was obsessed. I was obsessed with like soaps and things like that. Have you and, been on um, the street? Yeah, well, I have because one of my friends was. Um, he, he played Dr. Ali. His real name's... See, I've just done it again. I've known James most of my life. <laughs> so my mate James played Dr. Ali in Coronation Street and we were filming in Manchester at the same time. And uh, he was like, mate, come down to the street. Like, come and see everything. And I was like, oh, I've, I've wanted to ask him for so long, but I never, I never would. And when he invited me, I was like, I'm coming, I'm there. And then, um, yeah, and then I saw him shooting a couple of scenes and I was just like, yeah, but it's so weird when you say that because a lot of the people are in soaps. Really, they 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 enjoy the soaps, but they would a lot of them would rather be doing movies and TV series and things like yeah. that. So yeah, so yeah, it's kind of weird that they're looking at me and going, "You're working with Shane Meadows all the time, or you're doing this," and I'm going, "Yeah, I know, but I really want <laughs> I really want to go in Roy's cafe." You know? What I yeah, mean? exactly. I want to go to Roy's Rolls. Yeah, we we're hoping I want to go happens. in the Queen Vic. We I were hoping that Natalie Cassidy, we we dropped so many hints, and she like about covered on set, don't we? Like, yeah. oh, we don't drop hints. We go, can we come on? Has set? that not happened yet? Well, I think no, it's a I, I lot of red bit, tape, bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it feels like she'll have to jump through a lot of hoops. But we're hoping that really know. she must be like just yeah, the, like the queen of the She doesn't like, yeah. think exactly, of herself as royalty, yeah. though. Weirdly. She really does, yeah, which is nice. Yeah, which is nice. I like what she said that she goes down to like a local pub and um, 
that was at a landlord of the pub all the time. He's like, oh, have you got any gossip on the yeah. street or what's happening? Da, 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 yeah, da. she does. Yeah, I like that. She's got well. such a normal life. I bet, yeah. She oh, seems like she'd be great fun to yeah, go she, to go yeah. to the pub with. A couple of rosé, she'd tell you all the gossip. <laughs> yeah. she, she'd be on it. Danny Dyer would be screwed, wouldn't he? You'd know yeah. everything about him. Yeah. <laughs> so we've established that I that my life is boring. All I do is just watch so I look at I look at your like career and go, you're in really cool things. Yeah. Do you are you aware you're in cool things? Um, <laughs> is that what you think in the moment? does that make well, sense I, what cool project know. am i doing next like my agent always said to me because obviously that the way that i was bought into the industry like i was street cast when i was 13 what does that mean exactly so, Sorry. I, so essentially there was just um shane meadows and um des hamilton were ca- uh, casting up and down uh, up and down the country for kids who'd never acted before who had no interest in acting they just wanted raw sort of real kids and that's the that's the avenue that Shane Meadows wanted to go to play Sean Fields in This Is England and I just I just walked around the corner one day and saw that a big group of people assumed it was a fight so I went running over to see what was happening and uh, met them and auditioned for the film and that, that that's how I got into the industry so it was right place at the right time and I'd never even thought about acting once in my life before that day so well, when how long on a minute how how did you pull it off <laughs> i've seen the video it's video online isn't there of you in the audition they, you're, it's a yeah. chat it was a chat right it wasn't like yeah a... so yeah so it wasn't like um here's like nowadays what it's like when you mm. get given 12 pages of dialogue to be off book in 30 minutes with an eastern european accent it wasn't that sort of thing that it is nowadays it was just very much um tell us about your life, tell us who you live with and tell us what you do day to day, tell us about your friends. And so it was just a chat essentially. Um, but I went in there kind of like not trying to impress anybody. It was just kind of, yeah. I, I, and, and I charged. How old were you? Audition. How old were you again? 13. I was 13. 13. Then. But I, um, when they asked me if I wanted to audition, I, I, I said to uh, Des Hamilton, I'll only do the audition if you gave me a fiver. Because I didn't think that I was ever going to be put in this film, so I was like, I, I was all like, I was a hustler from day one. I was always trying to make a bit of money. So I thought, I'm not going to be put in the film. So I want something for my time. So I got my fiver for the audition, and then Des Hamilton then told Shane that I charged him for the audition, and Shane Meadows was just like, that is exactly what I would do when I was a kid. And then as the auditions went on, the second audition cost them a tenner, and then the third audition cost them. I think it was like a PlayStation Two game or something, and then uh, nice. and then and then they wanted to get in touch with me further down the line, and I was like, "Well, I don't have a phone, so you need to buy me a phone." So, but I was just trying to milk it for all I could because, in my head, it was never going to take a chance on the. Do you reckon that's what got you the audition, though? Because you were <laughs> yeah uh, the uh, the the part because they were going that cheeky little bugger. Yeah, exactly, and that's it. That, I think that's what Shane Shane wanted someone who who was exactly like him when he was a kid. But I remember halfway through filming as well. Um, I just one day decided I didn't want to do it anymore. So this is halfway through production. And um, you're actually filming Shane, at this point. Sorry, did you say we were filming at this yeah. point? So we was halfway through, I think it was a six week shoot and we was maybe two or three weeks in. And uh, I said to Shane and Mark Herbert, the producer, I kind of just went, I don't want to do it anymore. So I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to do it. I think it was probably to get more money or something like that. 
because I was so cheap and I didn't understand didn't understand <laughs> how PlayStation the game in the back pocket <laughs> wanted another PlayStation game or yeah wanted, yeah something ridiculous no doubt um, and then Shane sort of kind of uh, double bluffed me he came into my trailer and he went and I, I kind of knew that this was going to happen Tomo I knew that you know you wouldn't be able to hack it I knew you wouldn't be able to do it so we've got another kid in, in, in the sideline who, who's ready to do it he's really wanted to do it so if you want to go home, that's fine. This this other kid's going to come in and, and, and we'll start again and we'll finish it off. And straight away, I was like, fuck no. no he's not doing it. I'm doing it. Mm. So he kind of double bluffed me because yeah. Shane to this day says that if I'd have turned around and said, okay, bye then, it'd have been like, oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it, but that was just who, I was just such a cheeky little kid. And I was so raw and real. How, and did, how did he get a performance yeah. out of you? Um, I don't understand how you could, you're able to, you've never acted before, you turn up and do that. Did you have to learn lines or was it in the area of when you... when you? No, it was all improvised. So there was no, there was no learning lines. Like it wasn't a case of going back to the, the hotel at night and learning lines for the day after. So the way that Shane Meadows works is we have like rehearsal time and workshops before every job is so vital. Like we, the, the series that we've got on at the moment um, on BBC Two, we was rehearsing for about six months on and off. Fucking so hell. we was going in and we was doing workshops and we was becoming the characters. We was going out as the characters and we, um, like the, the, the lady who was, play, who was playing my wife at the moment in this, this show, Charlotte, she's a first time actor like I was when I was younger. Um, and like we went out on dates, like we was going out on actual dates, just me and her and we was going for food and we was learning about each other and... Yeah, it kind of like everything just sort of, you become those characters. So when it comes to being on set, you're so comfortable with each other and you trust each other so much and you know everything about all of the characters. So it was the same with This Is England in a sense that you'd get there on the morning and Shane Meadows would sit down with the cast and he'd give you an outline of the scene and where he wanted it to go. And he would just say action and you just sort of, click into character and everything would sort of come naturally. And if, if he liked what he was seeing in the rehearsal, he would stop the rehearsal, get the cameras in and shoot it first time. And then he can then go on from there and sort of mold the scene and we can all work on it together as, as characters. So it's an amazing way of working. It's difficult. Wow. It's tough. Uh, Why is it tough? What's the tough side? It's, it's certainly harder now as a, as an, as a professional actor, if you like, because that, I've been doing it for 20 years now. So other than working with Shane, everybody else is like you guys all know that you work with scripts and Mm. you get in bed at night and you learn your lines and you know what you're doing in the morning. And that's a great way of working because you know what's going to happen. Whereas you get on set with Shane Meadows in the morning and you're just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. With This Is England, it was so easy because we was those characters. That's who we were. Yeah. You know, you could, a, a, a camera could follow us around for, three days and we would we'd be able to get a full series with no work really but with this thing that we've, that we've just finished um, we're playing actual characters we're playing real people um, so we had to do a lot of work and we had to we have to be really accurate with our improvisation so that's a bit more difficult and it's a period drama so it's set in it was set in 1760 so 18th century so there's that aspect of it as well. And I'm also doing a Yorkshire accent. So so 
you, you've got accent, you've got historical accuracy, you've got a hit and you're playing real people. So it's kind of, that's a little bit more difficult. And there's a lot more pressure, I think, because yeah. there's a lot of first time actors on set now and we're professionals. So mm. there's a little bit more pressure. What, what, but, do you know what Shane Meadows has as his script though? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what he's, what he's got planned out? Like, do you know what I mean? When, when you're on set in the morning, does he have a, a sort of a guide for him of, you know, you know, like a, a director will have a script in front of them. What does he have in front of him? Do you know, like? Uh, his instincts. He just goes on instincts fully. I think he knows, he knows what scenes that we need to get. But the way that, the way that he works is we might, because everything's improvised, he might have an idea of what he's got for the week. But then say if me and Michael Soccer, we shoot a scene um, on the Monday. And how that scene goes might completely change the com complexity. Of, oh my god! So he's like, so he'll watch what me and Michael do on the Monday, and he'll go, "Amazing! Oh my god! I can't. We, that that doesn't work now for what we're going to do on Friday." So it completely changes. You have to film so, in order, then, really. Like you know what I mean? Like um, he tries to. Yeah, we try to, but there's been there's instances oh, yeah. where on 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 the gallows pole, mm. which is the thing that's out at the moment. We got there and on the first day of shooting, we'd done all our rehearsals and the first day of shooting, we did our costume, we did our makeup and we went to set. And he, Shane had set up the scene and he let us all know what was happening and just said action. He didn't know how long it was going to run for, but that's, that one take ran for two hours. What? Two whole hours. That, and that was the first scene. So that just set everything up. What? what? Where, Hang on, you improvised for two hours? That must be mental. Uh, yes. You improvise for two hours. I mean, at what improvise point are you going, uh, uh, when you started that improv, are you aware that this could last two hours or was that extreme for him? Um, that was extreme for him. I've never done anything that long. Really. Oh, no, we have. I feel like he was, he was having taken the piss after about 20 minutes. I, I feel <laughs> like... No, but it, the way it works... Had he gone like, for a piss or something? Yeah. And, and like, yeah. Gone for lunch gone for and come back? Yeah, just gone for lunch. Oh, look shit, at these I'm still filming. Can I ask why you're still going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh. yeah, no, so, so they, they can they can run for, for a long time. But if you need to go for a toilet, you just go for a toilet. Or if you feel like you need to go and get... What, what in character you go, I need to go to the toilet? You, you can, yeah, you can just go, I'm just going to go to the toilet. So it was, so, but it was <laughs> such a huge scene and pivotal... Yeah, um, a 1760s iPhone. What about, is like, it like, right, I, probably, I don't know why I wouldn't need to know this, but like the camera people, what are they doing? Like when all this is happening and you're going for a pit, what, what the, how the hell do they know what to follow? Uh, do so, I yeah, follow like Tom, Thomas really. for a piss now? I don't know. Like, what? Yeah, they just kind of like pick them. They just sort of float around. So the way that he does it, Shane, and, and Danny Cohen, um, who's, one of the best DOPs around. Um, him and Shane have got a great relationship and the trust that they've got. And the trust that Danny and Shane and all of his cast have, they just, it's so hard to explain, but it just works. It just happens. And it's, you know, there might be a scene that's going on with me and my wife and that's interesting. And then he'll see some, Danny will see something that's going off on, because there's sort of like normally two or three cameras that are following us around. But yeah, once something goes on. Thomas, and how do you feel when you're doing a scene, you've got the camera on you, you go, ooh, they're picking our scene now. They're still Lovely. with us, girl. They're <laughs> yeah, still and with us. how are you it's feeling pressure. when the camera moves yeah, away? Yeah, yeah. Nah. You're going, oh, no, it's dry. It's going. 
you didn't bring oh, anything. Oh, they're coming over to us. Yeah. Back to us now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look pissed off. But it's that kind of fly on the wall sort of documentary style yeah. that he goes for. Mm. Um, but there, I think there was, I think there was ten, maybe ten or fifteen actors in that at, at one time in that one thing. So there's always something going on. Amazing. But then when it comes to when it came to just it being just two actors, like me and Michael Soccer, for instance, who I've known Michael most of my life and we've been through so much together and we're playing brothers in this thing. Those scenes were just magic, absolute oh. magic, because you just, there's things that Michael is saying in character and when he makes eye contact with you, you know he's saying that as in character, but also what Michael has been through and what we've been to, through together as, as, as friends, it's kind of like the, the magic and the rawness and, and, and what that creates is just, yeah, it's just, it's beautiful. And that, but that, that's, again, that's, that's what Shane does. He, he creates that sort of bond and that trust between everyone that when you watch something, you know that there's so much of the actor's personal stuff in there as well. Yeah. Which is what I think is so unique. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Spectrum Business works with small businesses nationwide, so we know that running your own business means doing it all. Marketing, sales, inventory, customer service, and more. Spectrum One for Business helps you keep it all connected for just $49.99 a month. Get fast, reliable internet, advanced Wi-Fi with security shield, and a free mobile line for one low price. Stay connected and do it all with Spectrum One for Business. Only $49.99 a month. Go to spectrum.com business to learn more. Restrictions apply. Services not available in all areas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. I watched the first episodes of Gallows Pole and I really, really loved it. The first thing, though, I was like, his stuff, meet like 10 seconds in, I go, why does his stuff always feel quality straight away? You know, you know, you have an instinct mm. when you watch something, you go, oh, this is already quality. Like 10 seconds, mm. you know, there's just something about it. You go, I know it's quality already. And it's like within 10 seconds. Yeah. I can't, I can't put my finger on it. just feels real I or think, something. I think that stems down to the rehearsal period that I was saying about. Because, okay, it might be for the viewers the first time that you see these people on camera together. But we've spent six months yeah. every single day together and we've become this unit, we've become this family. So you've all, yeah, I, I, I just think that's what makes everything so... And because there is no script and there is no sort of there's no path that we have to go down it's all just kind of it's just so natural and so relatable as well i think but i know what you mean i know what you mean with with shane's it, stuff it's like, just a weird thing i think i just sort of 
not that I know anything, but I just go, I just feels real. That's why. You sort of relax, because you know sometimes you watch something and you go, oh, I don't believe it. So you burst the bubble. Mm. I don't believe their husband and wife. I don't believe this family mm-hmm. or whatever, or uh, something about it. That, But with his stuff, I think you... I think somewhere in your head you sort of know it's re- real, if you know what I mean. Mm. And you go, yeah, yeah I'm in. it's I'm so in. unique. It's so like, like what Stephen Graham did with The Virtues. Like that was mm. one of the most heartbreaking mm. series I've ever watched in my life. It was just, and that's watching someone. And you, I don't know if you guys are the same, but sometimes when I watch people who I know so well, when they're playing characters, sometimes it can be. It can be difficult, not difficult yeah, to yeah, watch, yeah. but you kind of like, oh, I know that so-and-so, and you just kind of struggle 100%. to look past that. Yeah. But with Stephen Graham and The Virtues, my God, like that is just like no other performance I've ever seen. And it's the same with Stephen in everything. Everything you watch Stephen Graham in, you're just like, I believe everything that he's doing. Yeah. Um, but I think that's just because he puts so much of himself into his characters. And yeah, he's just, he's one of a kind, Stephen. He really is. Thomas, I uh, as this this will bore any listeners, but I've got to get it off my uh, off my chest. This is about uh, us. This is about us, not the listeners. So that's fine. Yeah, fuck them. That's <laughs> what this is about. Fuck yeah, but don't don't go though. Stay. Uh, it's not for you. Please, please listen <laughs> to all this is the episodes. Yeah, this is all for you. <laughs> yeah, go to the back um, catalogue as well. Do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start at the beginning. Don't miss anything. I um, mm-hmm. whenever I'm offered anything, any acting work be it casting or whatever, I turn it down because so, I get so nervous. I can't, I can't, uh, yeah, I just find it too, um, such a scary prospect walking on set. Really? So uh, look at him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I can't, how come? Is it just Because a I, al- I always think there's someone better out there who can do a better job. So and, almost like imposter syndrome. Uh, hugely. Like, how the hell have I got away with it so far? It feels like that. Wow. So so how was that on, like, working for Ricky? How was that? You know him quite well, though, don't you? Yeah. I just, I guess in the, when I first did Extras, I just took the leap and did those few scenes and got away with it. It's one of my favourites. It's, it's, it's up there. It's brilliant. It's amazing. But I get, I get so, it's, it's really frustrating. But um, so I think about Shane Meadows and I go, Okay, so if he rings, so this afternoon I get a little phone call. Hello, Shane. <laughs> Shane, <Bob. laughs> Hello, Shane. Hello, mate. Saw you in um, Inspector Lindley. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I, I did. I, I know it was good, but it wasn't actually my best stuff. But anyway, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Listen, you weren't brilliant, but I saw something. Okay. <laughs> I want you to be in the next thing I do. Because, um, replacing okay. Thomas. Oh, fuck. No, with Thomas. <laughs> You're playing Thomas's uncle, as it goes. He's okay. his granddad. He's playing his granddad. <laughs> yeah. Steady. His young-looking granddad. <laughs> I want to know, to, what, what am I getting at here? <laughs> what am I, I getting I want to know, if he rang me up, firstly, I'd vomit. Because I feel like I'd have he'd to say yes. because he's say he's, use it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd vomit because I'd have to say yes, he's so good. What is it like turning up on the first day of set for a newbie with Shane Meadows directing you? Is he lovely? 
Or does he bark he's, in your oh, face? Yeah. No, he's like... <laughs> he's like <laughs> he can get a bit barky. He can. can he? Um, oh, David's out only now. In, like, not, I'm not, out, Shane. Not, yeah, that's it. I'm busy. Um, no, he, he's not, not barky as in like he would never snap at anybody, but he's kind of like when he when he wants something, he's very much like this is this is what we need to get. Mm. Um, but as a first time actor, I was thirty. I was just on cloud. Yeah, like, and I I, I, I wasn't able to compute the nerves or anything like that because I was so young. I was just kind mm. of like just going with it. Um, and just winging it. I was like winging it from day one all the way through This Is England. And then it was only when I got onto, I don't want to say proper sets, but when I got onto mm. sets with, where there was structure and you learnt your lines and you couldn't change words. And that's when I was kind of like, oh my God. That, and that's... you were kind of without your little family with Shane. And... Mm. Yeah. Well, the second, the second job I ever did was... Um, it was a series called The Innocence Project for BBC, and that was with Stephen Graham. He got me in on that with him. Um, so I kind of had Stephen Graham there as a bit of a mentor to sort of teach me. Amazing. Uh, so that 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 was really helpful. Um, but going back and working with him again was like this time round. That that was more nerve wracking because, like, I want I wanted to show Shane that. You know, because with this is England, we, it, that was just a summer holiday. We just, we just wing that. We, all we did is we all just got pissed every single night, went to work, pissed every single morning, and just, um, just winged it. And it was just kind of, but that's that was the beauty of this is England, and that's what it was about. Mm. Um, but with the gallows pole, it was none of that. So it was, and I wanted to show Shane that I've got that sort of side in me now where I have, I've grown into a man and I'm respectful and, you know, I, I, I take my work seriously. I'm, I'm now married with a two-year-old little boy. And, yeah, I just wanted to show Shane that that's, that's who I was now and I wasn't just that little pisshead that was just winging it all the time. So what it was about, more like, what about like, is it Summer's Town? That was mm, basically yeah. you and another, wasn't it? Look, that was, was yeah. that Perry? Um... That was Perry Benson. Perry Benson, and, yeah. And um, a Polish actor called Piotr. Did that feel like um, a different experience? Because you were without yeah. your gang. Yeah, it, yeah, that was. But that was such a short shoot. We was only shooting for ten days. What? What? It was a full. Yeah, originally. So Summerstown originally was supposed to be an advert for Eurostar. Yeah, because it has like Eurostar on the back of some of the shots or something, doesn't it? Yeah, and then obviously no. with the shots of us on the Eurostar when we yeah. go to Paris. Um, so that originally was supposed to be an advert, like a or, or maybe like a twenty-minute short. Um, but the way that Shane shoots again was just like, and and for that we had zero. I don't think we had any rehearsal time at all. But again, that was all improvised. But the beauty of that was, is Shane said to me, "Just be Tomo." I think yeah, I think the character was even called Tomo. So he was just like, just be yourself and this is the situation you're in. You know, you've, you're in London and you've met this Polish kid who you can sort of take advantage of and, but he becomes your friend and, and Piotr was great. And yeah, that was, that was a weird kind of, but yeah, it was, it was so short. Yeah. It, yeah that, just that, 10 that just days of happened. your life that it's bizarre, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And, and I remember I was, I was shooting um, a horror film called Eden Lake. Um, 
so I was shooting that and then Shane kind of said like are you busy in, like in two weeks time are you busy and I was like I finished this job in like 13 days or something so like I, I, I'm not busy but I would literally be coming off one job straight to another and he was like right okay great well we start filming in two weeks and it didn't really tell me much about it and then uh, we just got on with it and that, that I think that was just a perfect example of just like winging it big time we all were just we was just like what's going on let's just do this and let's just go to this part of London and put these two young boys in this situation and let's see what we get and then that's amazing. And then it, it just, yeah, that, that just, just created magic. What a beautiful little film. How much of that story did he, do you think he knew though? Like what, that's what I want. I can't really understand. Like what, what does he know the beats of the story? Like, you know, I'm sure he must do like go, I know what, what happened. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. It was kind of just, um, that, that just came out of nowhere. That whole, that whole job was just, yeah. Are you busy? No. Okay. Well, we're going to do this little thing, and we didn't really know anything about it. But yeah, I guess. But that's, that's so you turn up on set on day one. What do I do? What, what do you want me to do? You're, yeah, just do that. I could have said you're playing a deer. <laughs> you're playing an yeah. ant. You're playing an. an <laughs> you've got antlers. Suddenly got antlers on, and you're charging down yeah. Kensington High yeah. Street. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Let's yeah. just go do it. Improvise as a deer. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past Shane. There's so many. He likes to catch you out. He'll say the most bizarre thing, and um, like he—I think it was on Summer's Town, and we was we were shooting in Paris, and um, he really he really wanted me to get he really wanted me to try frogs legs, and uh, and snails and things like that, and he knew that I would never ever try to do, like knew that I would never do that, and he was like, Tomo, we have to. It's part of the show." Was like we we have to. It's part so of the it, show. It, it's in, it's, it's, it's intrinsic it's to the story script. that I haven't it's written. Part it. of it. <laughs> and me being me, me being stupid, believed that he was filming it on his phone that would then go into the film. And I was like, but he just wanted it for his own personal pleasure, just to, to get me to eat these with like snails and frogs' legs, which was a terrible experience. But um, but you trust Shane. Whenever he says that something, he's just like, oh, okay, I'll I'll just do it. Um, but yeah, that's I think that's just a that's just the beauty of the way that he works. You just don't know what's going to happen and it's unpredictable. And, but then sounds, that's, that's It sounds an amazing life. way to work. Yeah. Sounds yeah, brilliant. But that's, that's real life, isn't it? You're kind of yeah. like, you, you, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or I don't know what's going to happen this afternoon. Or So you're kind of thrown into these situations, but you've just got to be ready for it. You've just got to be on, on your toes. How, just do you know be... any idea how long it takes him to edit? Like, once... Oh my God, so long. So, so long. And you don't hear from him. You don't hear a thing from him and he hibernates and he sits in a dark room growing a beard and eating wagamamas for nine months and loses touch, just kind of just goes off to this planet shame and you just never know. Like I never knew that the gallows pole was going to be on until like a week before it was on. And it's just like, oh, it's ready, is it? So yeah, it's just kind of like his process. He's so involved with it. Do you know what relationship he has with the channels and stuff? Does he sort of say... They hate him. They hate him. They must what? Have. They Why? must hate him because they're like, right, Shane, well, we've got a TX date for the, the 2nd of May. And Shane's like, that's not going to happen because this isn't ready or this isn't ready. And and you kind of like, I, I, I admire Shane in that sense that he's not going to send something out that, he's not, that he doesn't think is absolutely perfect. And if that means Shane putting his own money into more editing time, or if that means right. Shane doing this, or, or right. taking the wrath of the BBC, or you know taking the wrath of the the, the channel Channel Four, 
they just have to trust trust what he's doing and when it's ready it'll but when be ready. He, when he's got like you, I'm sure you don't know sorry I'm talking about like you know everything about him but like when when he's got a new idea are they just open to it or do you know do they go oh like Shane Meadows has got a new idea for Thomas and uh, Stephen or whoever you Mate. know or for not yeah. you know, I'm trying to think of something that might get away and do they Got just the go ground. yeah like does he have to pitch the idea or do, do they just go oh god Shane Meadows has got a new idea let's jump on it I think I think BBC was a bit more difficult to work for I think in the sense that Channel 4 with This Is England Shane and Channel 4 know that what they're going to get is going to be magic because of what he's created already in mm. terms of the cast and so they know that that's going to be magic whereas I think with with this new show with the gallows pole and especially with it being a, a period drama and a lot of first-time actors i think that was maybe a little bit more difficult for him but um they yeah they just i think yeah quoting and i'm i'm not sure if i'll get in trouble for this but shane said to me that the bbc have basically just given him a golden they've just given him a key they've just given him a blank check a golden ticket and just said Go make whatever you want. God, you'd hope so, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, you would hope so. You just go, yeah. well, what more can he do? To sort of yeah. go, right, I can just do what, just trust me. I'm going to make something me. brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I think it kind of, I'm not sure how it worked in the end, but it, it did get a bit chaotic on this new show in a sense that it was just, um, because of the way that Shane works, but it was based on a novel as well called The Gallows Pole by. Benjamin Myers so for Shane to create what he wants what we want as actors and where we take the scenes but then also to keep it true to the novel it it was the whole shoot was manic like we yeah we there was there was a day where we was on set and we another sort of two hour take another mammoth take and at the end of that take Shane was just like it was great but it just doesn't feel right so we're going to finish today and we'll come back tomorrow and we'll rejig it all. So you can imagine as a producer, they're like, say, yeah. what is this like for the, I heard that. I heard yeah. that with dead man's shoes. There'd be scenes where we go, this isn't working. Let's go. I'm going mm -hmm. just yeah. stop the day. And, yeah. But what's that put? Cause yeah. like, if you've ever, you know, like done anything like this, the, the kind of organization behind it is like, you know, like actors going, oh, I can't do Thursday and Friday. Cause I've already got like, imagine you go, you know, Shane Redders is going, right, let's call it a day and let's all come well, back Shane tomorrow. Well, Shane will have to... Yeah, Shane books... Shane will book out the, the whole crew and the whole cast for the, the duration right. of the shoot, yeah. which is great financially if you're not in it all the time because yeah. you're, like, you're getting paid for the whole shoot, but you're not in there a lot. But... So when we started filming, it was on... Uh, my, 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 my little boy was born on a Friday and then on a Monday we started filming. So that was like, for me, was just chaos. So mm. any chance that I got, I was coming home, of course, or Charlotte and my little boy were coming to uh, Halifax to stay with me. But that, to, to get, that, there was instances where I'd, I'd be told, oh, you've got the week off. So I'd come home and there was, there was one day I was laying in bed with Charlotte and my little boy and I got a phone call from uh, Nikki, the producer, saying, can you come in? And I was like, when? He was like, oh, like, now? So, well, I'm in Grimsby, so that's going to take me two hours. So, yeah, so that 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 was a bit chaotic, especially having a newborn was kind of, that was difficult. 
but you kind of put that into your characters and you just kind of channel that in. But yeah, laying in bed with Charlotte and my little boy, and I'm like, sorry, I've got to, I'm, I've got to drive to Halifax now. So that was difficult. But then again, that's just the you've just got to trust that. Oh, and actually, that so that scene. So I'd, I'd got out of bed and I'd driven to Halifax and got all the way to Halifax and we was re- rehearsing for that scene. And Shane was just like, I'm so sorry, Tomo, but it doesn't feel right that your character's here because of this, because of the way the rehearsals went. And duh, 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 duh. So that you've got to be prepared for that sort yeah. of stuff. But yeah. when you watch the final product and you watch that scene, because of course I was driving back to Grimsby and I was like, this is a piss take. I should have still been at home with my family. Duh, duh, duh. And as we do as actors, you moan and moan and moan, but you just get on with it. And then when you watch that scene and I'm going, right, I'm watching it and thinking, should I have been in that? And then you watch it and you go, absolutely not. It's so mm. right that I wasn't there. Mm. But you never know how it's all going to work. So it's, yeah. it's, it's like um, a creative chaos. The whole shoot working machine is just like creative chaos, but it just, it just works. Yeah, there's something magical about it, but you can see that producers will start with a big head of hair on the start of the shoot, and then three <laughs> months later they're totally bald and they've got beards. Is it the same? It is it they're... the same producers, or is it? Do, does he get through them, or is it like uh, the same? <laughs> it's not the same producer that we worked with on This Is England. Um, they're in the uh, there is a, a, oh, they're, yeah, they're all in rehab. Yeah, they've all taken up golf and relaxing things. Um, Tom, so no, Thomas. yeah, it was. Yeah, I've noticed. Sorry, I've noticed you've got Grimsby Town shorts on. Oh yeah, yeah. Not only Grimsby Town shorts, I've got the match worn shorts by number fifteen. Who is what? Who's um, who's number fifteen? Is Harry Clifton? Yeah. So, are you familiar with him? No, you're not. I played as a career on FIFA as Grimsby and got him to championship. I think. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So Harry Clifton is um, Lloyd went on holiday with Harry Clifton. Harry Clifton. Lloyd Griffith. Well, yeah, there was on holiday. They said they was in Dubai, wasn't they? Um, I imagine Lloyd in Dubai for some reason. Yeah, I I, I just think he'd just be like feel uncomfortable and hot. Yeah, (laughs) we'd definitely feel hot. (laughs) Yeah, but like more hot than other people. (laughs) He loves it over there. Does he? He loves it. Does he? Yeah. Does he wear gold chains and things when he's over there? He loves the like gold, the the, the superstar lifestyle. Lloyd, doesn't he? He loves all that. Does he? Yeah. When yeah, flash Harry. Yeah, flash Harry. Yeah, he loves it. He. Funnily, not the Lloyd I make. Keeps that away from me. Lloyd was. Lloyd Griffith, in, everyone. Lloyd, Lloyd Griffith, yeah, yeah. So he was back in Grimsby recently, and when he's here, um, we help each other with self tapes and blah blah blah. He said to me, "Can you help me with a self tape?" And I said, "Oh, I can't. I'm out." But so he borrows my tripod um, for the camera. I don't know why I find that um, funny. So and I said Lloyd to him, I said around. to him, "I've left." <laughs> yeah. So I said to him, "So I'd left." I said, oh, "I've gone out, but I've left the camera on my front for you, so you can pick it up." And. Uh, that day, I don't know if you'd seen it on his Instagram, he'd just been given that Toyota. You know, that posh car thing. He's just been so given a Toyota. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He, he, he How got, did he get given a He Toyota? got given it for a week. You oh, know, it's like okay. a promo thing. Right. So uh, he sent me a photo of this car. It's like this sports car thing. So he sent weird. me a photo saying, oh, I picked up the, the, the tripod. Thanks, mate. And the, the car was parked on my front. So I replied to him straight away I said can you please get rid of that Toyota before all the neighbours think that it's mine <laughs> <laughs> but Lloyd's a great Lloyd's great fun he's, yeah, he's a he good lad yeah. yeah he is I played a charity football match with him and uh, he really felt like the captain like um, on Did the he? pitch he's a, I was watching him quite a lot he was a lot of bossing 
a lot of that, you know, yeah. like to the yeah. back, controlling from to the, the back, fo- the back four. <laughs> trying to get involved. Well, he was. He was like, I was, but I was weirdly, I was listening to him. <laughs> like, I was like, Lloyd wants me a bit further up. Okay, I'm like, it's fucking Lloyd Griffin. What am I about? <laughs> he, he's got a good save in him, though, hasn't he? He's a good he keeper. A good yeah. Save in him. But when yeah. he said I did he's all just... right, it meant a lot. I don't Fuck that man! Like Lloyd <laughs> yeah. said, I did a yeah. good header. Jesus, wet. Yeah, I played with Lloyd quite a lot. Have you? He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, football, of course. None of that. None of that stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's a, he, he's a good lad. Yeah, <laughs> you never got off with Lloyd. <laughs> no, well, once, but we was drunk in Leeds. Don't yeah. count, does it, if it's in yeah. Leeds? No, it, nah, no. not if you're drunk. It don't matter. No. But yeah, no. no. Just going back to the starstruck thing. Um, Grimsby Town players are, are, are people that make me starstruck. Footballers don't. But weirdly, so I'm going on a stag do on Friday, and Harry Clifton, whose shorts I'm wearing, he's the best man. So he's organised the whole thing. So now I've got I'm going to Poland with Harry Clifton, who's like my favourite player at Grimsby Town. Yeah. So how are you going to be gonna, around him? Do you think? I don't know. I don't. But he's like. He'll be texting me. You'll be, saying, you're oh, wearing his do... shorts. Don't do that. I know. I know. It's <laughs> I'm so, wearing so your weird. shorts. Like, All right. <laughs> but he's, my, one of my best friends is his older brother. So like, I'll be going to, to, to Jack's house for barbecues and like Harry's there. And I'm just like, this is so weird. But yeah. my mates, my mates don't understand it. who don't support Grimsby. So I said to him once, like I said to my mate, who's a Liverpool fan. He was like, why are you losing your shit that Harry's here? And I was like, me being at this party with Harry is like you being at a party with Jordan Henderson or Milner. I mm. said, that's, that's how this mm. is to me because I love mm. Grimsby as much as you love Liverpool, if not more. So, yeah, it's so weird. So I don't know how I'm going to cope with this weekend in Poland for Harry Clifton, but yeah. I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> I, I, uh, the last game of the season, so I've been watching Exeter right. City. Yeah. Last game of the season, I went, stood by the pitch and all the players came round, had selfies taken with all the fans and signing autographs. I was there with my little boy. I was pathetic. <laughs> Honestly, it's just, just... It's just how I just turned into this little <laughs> sort of giggling. Yeah. And and I, I on the surface, you know, I know, I know they're just blokes they're playing in League One, but they're just like gods, aren't it's, they? It's more than that, isn't it? It's so yeah, much yeah, more than that. It's so strange. Because the club, I, I'll do things for the club as best I can. Um, and I'll never forget that our captain years ago, a guy called Craig Disley, cracking player, um, we was doing a photo shoot in the middle of the pitch. And um, they, the photographer said to Craig, oh, would you just look at the pontoon? And he looked, but he looked at the wrong stand. And that broke my heart. I was like, how do you not know what the pontoon is? That's right. our stand. Yeah. 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 And I always remember that. But being a, around, but look, Craig's sort of a, a friend now. But that, I always find that strange. I mean, he's a friend, but I must do his editing because all I do is talk about his job. And if when people talk to me about my work all the time, I'm like, oh, here we oh, go. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't come on the podcast. 50 then. minutes of that, yeah, mate. Well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> be weird if we no, ask, ask you interior design questions, though, to be fair. Yeah, no, God, don't do that. God, I'm useless. How much that. of you of the last 45 minutes was sort of just sighing in your head, going, oh, for fuck's sakes, this again? Were yeah, you thinking, try not time. to be an, on autopilot for these guys? <laughs> try. Just... Yeah, because I try and do that as best I can, though, because I always go into like, 
I've got that. You've got that. When you've got that sort of um, that work sort of, you put that work voice on, yeah. don't you? Whereas yeah. I, I, yeah, but it pisses me off because when I when I listen to things back, I'm like, that's you don't sound like that. Why are you talking like that? It's a bit Must like when admit, I was thinking, why is he talking like this? Why is he, why is <laughs> yeah. he just being normal? It's like when I'm on the phone to my agent, I'm like, my, I don't know why I, I do this voice because. It's just not who I am. Do you no. know what I mean? I don't know no. what it is, but it's like an instinct. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Ooh, you're in League Two this season, aren't you? Yeah. Coming up. So's Gillingham. Mm. Oh, yeah, they got Joe's got a little season ticket. Yeah. Did they did they get was they in our league last year? There was, weren't they? League two, yeah. 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 Oh, were you, were you in League ticket, Two last year? We was in League Two last year. Oh. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, we got promoted the previous year. So oh. 21, 22. We've right. we've had a lot of money pumped into us, and I'm absolutely glory hunting this year. I've got myself a season ticket. I really? think we're going to do very very well. Yeah, I've got, and I, this is sort of inside gossip, and I can't say any names, but I know a very good footballer, and he's been texting me saying that um, Gillingham have made an offer to him, and he's very good. But he's not like he's not a, like a, a no a no no, but he's player, a name. Yeah, but we are buying he's a, he's a in form. Players, hang on. Can you not put it in the chat, Thomas? Um, No, I can't. (laughs) Yeah, because if yeah, I don't want to. Because he might still do it. I don't know. I wish I never said anything. No, it's all right. I'll. um, (laughs) But no, but he's he was saying the same that Gillingham are sort of they're they're pumping a bit of money into it because they've got new owners now. Yeah, yeah, billionaire American owner. Such a billionaire. Fucking brilliant. Billion. Billionaire. Billionaire. Yeah. He's a billionaire, wow. yeah, and he is a. Uh, it's just fucking great. It's like it's so weird. Shame you feel like that about football. Yeah, I don't care what you think. I just want to. I think we're going. Well, it's, it's football's dead. What do you mean? Because of it. Because of well, it. Because of Gillingham. Whoever's, got the, whoever's got the. Do you feel the same about Man City? Yeah, fine. We'll get to compete yeah. with yeah. Man City in a few years, and it'll be fucking wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of course of people it will. Be shaking their heads. Don't care. It's, but you're not going to have that sort of. 
intimacy. Fine. Not intimacy. You're not going to have that kind of yeah. that relationship mm-hmm. and will the passion still be there? Maybe it will for you, for the guy. But you're also, you're going to have to deal with, let's say for argument's sake, you do get <laughs> yeah. to the Premier League and you are playing Man City and mm-hmm. you've got a 40,000 seat stadium. Yeah. It's yeah. just going to be, it's not going to be the same, is no, it? No, how's he made his money? He's also and, looking you know. for a club in the north and I said I could put a word in. You're not thinking, you don't want a bit of pump into, no? No, I don't think so. I'm really happy with Andrew Owners. <laughs> I'm loving this. <laughs> no, I'm genuine. No, I think Andy Owners are brilliant. Um, would a billionaire? Yeah. Um, look, I guess at the end of the day, all you want is your team to do well. But I'm not getting told. Yeah, off. I don't want that. I, like I don't want getting... that sort of <laughs> hanging over your head. People going, "Oh, you're buying." But then, unless you unless you're pumping money into a football team now, you're not going to be able to compete, are you? Well, it's a, no, it's dead. But it's also it's a. It's a mad thing to buy a football club anyway because you just lose money whatever you do. So you've got to be mad. But you think Man City have lost money this season? Yeah, they, it's cost. Like the owner hasn't made money from Man City. Sure. You not think? No. Cost them a bloody fortune to run a club, doesn't it? I don't know, I'm guessing. But I feel like you yeah, know more than me, so I'm going to shut no. up. No, 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 <laughs> I, love the, I don't. I love the insight here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't follow, I don't follow the Premier League. The only thing that I'm loving at the moment is the fact that Jack Grealish is levered all the time. I'm is, he still wear, his videos. Is, is he still wearing his, his kit? Is he still wearing his kit? Yeah, he's probably in someone's kitchen, isn't he? In like North London somewhere on a sesh. He's got to be. You, have you seen his it. highlights video of being drunk yeah. the last... Oh, it's so oh good. God. I watched it last night. Nothing will beat Stuart, Stuart yeah. McCall, though, getting on top of that car. Have you seen that? No. It's the fucking no. best... Remember Stuart McCall played for Bradford? No, he was known yeah. as legend at Bradford. He basically, he uh, he climbs on top of a car drunk and just ro- rolls off it onto the floor. And they pick him up and he just goes like that and wanders <laughs> off. <laughs> Easily the best I drunk love football. stuff like that. Because they're doing, he's doing what a lot of footballers really want to do, but they just haven't got the guts to do it. And yeah. like, he's so honest about it, isn't he? Mm, he's yeah. just like, the end of, and he's grafted his ass off for the yeah, last yeah. like nine, ten months. Go out and enjoy yourself. Like, do the things that... How old is he? 22, 23 or something? Well, Grealish. Is he's, he? He's not, he must be early 20s, yeah. Yeah, he's not Shit. old. Shit. Um, I, I love watching yourself. Guardiola last night on stage. Just What's he been doing? Has he been... Oh, he's been dancing. He's having a lovely see, time. Do you see uh, oh. David Moyes dancing at the end of the West Ham Grealish Hand is 27. That was, that was uncomfortable. Is he 27? 27. 27. Still young, yeah. isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, I haven't seen. I know I saw some videos of David Moyes and Declan Rice walking down the street in Prague at like five in the morning, <laughs> like still pissed. But then you've just achieved something that no one thought you was going to do, and yeah, you've just what? What, what is it? Been like sixty years or something since 50, West Ham yeah. won something. Yeah. Go and enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah, but it's just or, yeah, or it's, um, go to bed at reasonable time. No to that. Well, how have you want to enjoy it? If you like having a quiet meal and going to bed at half ten. Yeah, I say that. Yeah, now I'm yeah I'm past all that now. I think. Are you, do when you watch Grimsby, are you with um, Lloyd? Are you together? Sometimes, obviously, Lloyd lives in London, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, so I, sometimes when he he's, he's had a season ticket for years, we both have. But he obviously he doesn't get to as, as many games as he like. But um, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. We 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 sometimes get to go into the. Um, into the lounge and our fish and chips before the game. Yeah, I was going to say, so do, you, nice. do they invite? Do the club sort of invite you in and surely yeah. behind the scenes? Yeah, they do. They do, but we don't. I don't like to do it too much because I like 
I, I, I've always gone to the Grimsby Town games and I've always gone with my dad and my friends. And it's kind of like, that's my escape. I like going on a Saturday afternoon and, and shouting at the referees and doing all that. But when you're in like the, the executive boxes, you can't sort of, you know, you can't shout at your own right back for being shit because you might be sat with his family. So Do you shout at your players for being shit? If they if they're not putting in in a good light, if they yeah if they're putting in a yeah. bad performance like if they if they're not doing as good as they can yeah but I think sometimes they need a bit of encouragement don't they? I mm. the other days where I on the pod I where I basically played a five a side game on the Brighton pitch I live in Brighton oh wow and one of the things beautiful that, ground by the way beautiful look so in in the in the downs amazing but I said to David one of the things that really struck me is on the pitch. You imagine, like when you're shouting at the players, you're sort of in, you're sort of almost not visible. But when I stood on the pitch looking, I go, and there were some people sat in the stands because you know friends and family. I was like, you can see every single face, and I just went. Really? It made me go, oh my god. So your right back's going. Thomas Turkey's having a little. I think he's excellent, and this is England. I think it was absolutely excellent. Yeah, I thought he put in a fantastic performance. Don't because I've had that before when I I gave someone. And I feel ter- terrible, and I, I and I did see him after. I'm not sure I should even repeat this, but but I tweeted. It was when Ryland, you know, you know Ryland, Ryland Clark, Clark, yeah, is he a friend, yeah, yeah. I put on Twitter a long time ago something along the lines of like he'd been nominated for an NTA award, but this was when he, you know, because he started his career as a bit of a me as a bit of a joke act, didn't he? On the uh, uh, on, on the X Factor, yeah, yeah. and I tweeted something along the lines of. Um, I can't believe Highland's been nominated for an NTA award. And he, someone had tagged him in it and he just tweeted me back saying, that's not very nice. I thought you were great in This Is England. Oh, and I was God. like... Oh, fucking like, no. hell. And then I saw him. I was, uh, I can't remember, I was doing something, maybe it was Celebrity Juice or something, and I saw him and we kind of had a bit of eye contact and I, and I felt so bad. Like, I, I know he's great at what he does now, but... At, my meaning behind that was he was very much a, like a bit of a joke act, and it, maybe I'm wrong in saying that, but yeah, that that was um, yeah that that was the sadly, just the sadly, worst thing. Sadly, ever. everyone's human though, aren't they? That, that's that's what I felt like on the pitch. I was like, when you go and you mm. fucking, it's like, oh no, that's actually going to be a little dagger. It's not. It's mm. not just noise. It's oh fuck, they're going to see you going or whatever. Well, not that I yeah. do that. I do, I've done that. No, but, um, no, but it is frustrating when you've got players that can play really well. And I'm not pointing out our right back by any way, by, by any means. Um, but, you know, but there's players that we've got. mentioning him a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's players when you, you know, they can, they can be brilliant players, but it's just sometimes, or they're just, they're just sometimes you just get frustrated. You're like, you, you're better than that. And I need that when I'm playing football. I need my mates to say. Are you any good? Um, I used to be okay, but I, I just I'm I'm quite fit, so I run quite a lot. So if I play seven aside, that's all you really need you an engine. to be able to run. You're an engine. Yeah, yeah. I'm sort of a bit of a James Milner in the middle. Can't really do much, but I just put Thomas, pressure on. I think I wrote yeah. a song about Ira Jackson Jr. Oh right, okay. Mm. Ira Jackson Jr. <laughs> baby, have you heard the rumor that he's got a girl? That he's deal with, deal with that, mate. <laughs> That he's what, what was just the killed the pod. He's, he's got. <laughs> what, what was the end? Of it? He's got. He's he's got it, girl. 
He's got it. Oh, I thought you said he's got, got it, comma, girl. Oh, I thought you said he's got a girl. Yeah. No, he's got it, girl. He's got it. <laughs> right. Did that ever catch on at the games? Yeah, people like it. Yeah. <laughs> David, can I say something about your songs? Do you have a little safety net of saying girl at the end of many lines, do you think? Yeah, you went very American. Got it, girl. Ira Jackson Jr., baby. Have you heard the rumour that he's got it, girl? Do you think that's a crutch for yours? In buckets, in buckets, <laughs> yeah. Okay, can you imagine all of like, the Exeter firm, all in their Stone Islands with the hoods up with them ridiculous goggles, singing in that American accent? I can, actually. He's got it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going to put GSC. that tune at the end of this episode, <laughs> just for you, Thomas. Yeah, OK. And as, <laughs> as, does Ira Jackson, does he still play for you? No, he played for Grimsby, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't know if he played for you, if he came no, to you. No, he's like non-league now. So why did you write a song about a Grimsby Town player? Was it when you were Jackson? doing it on FIFA? Or something? I was doing it on Twitch on FIFA. So I, felt, oh. I sort of fell in love with all the players. Politic? So lots of, Thomas, Oops. this is a lot to take in, isn't it? Like, yeah. I feel like... I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like... FIFA. That's what's... I feel um, this is a big right <laughs> turn in the pod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David went... All it was is I, I heard how many subscribers you've got and I thought, this is a great platform to promote my podcast. And it's just gone let's promote, south. Let's it's promote the podcast. Yeah. Let's do that. It's a little uh, finale. It's not as fun as yours. I don't think it's as fun as yours. What do you think... The, what do you think the... The key to a successful podcast is ah, constantly looking for that answer. What's the key? Well, you've got That's a I think super this question. Is very successful. Very. You <laughs> might clip out a the lot very of bit so it makes more sense. No, it's, yeah, very. Very. What's is the, it... What is the key, Joe? We haven't got a flipping clue. We haven't genuinely don't like. You can only do just winging it. Just be you, honest. I try and be honest, which I can't do. Um, struggle to be honest, so that's probably holding us back a little bit. But I'd say... Um, if you write a song and sing it and people don't go for it... Duck, yeah. uh, but if the other person know. does sing a song, try and be supportive, in, no matter how hard it is. <laughs> Jackson, baby. There you go. <laughs> David's eyes There you go. It's got a little hook, hasn't it? It's called being supportive, David. <laughs> Thomas yeah, is clearly yeah. a nice man. I was genuinely like... <laughs> this might take <laughs> off, Joe. No, it's not. <laughs> if you text me afterwards and go, do you think that song will take off in Grimsby? I don't know. It's got to catch um, on. Got um, to... Well, tell us about your pod for the listener. Yeah. So our podcast is called... See, I've just done that sort of work voice then. But, yeah, so why is it going to win? It's, it's, it's quite is, relaxing. It's called overrated everything. Um, yeah. I'm just now I'm trying to be more Tomo. Um, <laughs> this is, this is all perfect it's for podding. A, yeah, exactly. No, so yeah. our podcast is um, it's called Overrated Everything. Um, so it's similar to you know the Room 101 concept, where we we get a guest on each week, and it's essentially just a platform for them to moan about something that they think's overrated. So the idea we came up with the podcast was me and my friend Andy, we was in um we was in the pub and we was talking about podcasts and um we, we was just chatting about ideas, blah blah blah. And there was some football on in the corner. Um 
And I was sort of, whilst talking to Andy, I was sort of watching the football. And, he, and we got chatting about it. And he said, don't you think football's overrated? And I was like, no. Like, there's so he many... He went in heavy, so didn't many, he? Christ. Yeah. But he doesn't, <laughs> he's not really a big football fan. But like, no. for me... And he, and, he, and he said to me, why do you not think it's overrated? And I was like, the relationship I've got with my dad today is a lot of that stems down to football. Mm-hmm. And the relationship I've got with my friends stems down to football. So that, that, that's what football creates. And also the amount of jobs that it creates and entertainment, it's an escapism. And it's good fun. And we it's have, good fun to watch as well. Yeah, it's good fun, but you can hate it. You can love mm-hmm. it. Um, it can make you happy. It can make you sad. It's, there's so many, so many, there's so many emotions involved with football. And we just, we just, about 45 minutes worth, I was telling him why football's not overrated. And we was like, shit, we've got a podcast there. Nice. So, I mean, not every, not every guest comes in with something as, as sort of, as controversial as that, you know, some people, because nowadays with actors and celebrities, they don't, they don't want to be perceived as moaning or they don't want to badmouth something, you know, something in particular. So, some of the some of the um, subjects that we get on, you know, some people say cats are overrated, or some people say that uh, politics are overrated, or the monarchy, or so the ones that like the monarchy and stuff can get quite, they can get quite deep. But then also you kind of got to be careful about what you're saying. And but it's, so it's the idea of the, the the podcast is just for people to sort of moan. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. Like what but do you think's overrated, Joe? Uh, this pod. This podcast? Oh, no, I don't know. I didn't know. Not... You put me on the spot and I said a crap answer. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, over, what's Jesus. overrated? Oh, fucking hell, David. Something what, that what everyone around so? you loves. <laughs> Something that everyone around you loves and you're just like, I don't get it. I don't understand why. I'm looking around my that. office like this. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. No, <laughs> you'd, 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 give, you'd give me a week to think of something, though, wouldn't wouldn't you? Yeah, wouldn't, you wouldn't. No, no, yeah. it, was just, it was just a question. Uh, I didn't, I didn't want to cause a. God, I'll think of something in a minute when you're gone. Uh, yeah. Uh, We've got time. Take your time. Okay. Let's, say, let's not move on until I thought. <laughs> let's put the pressure on David. What do you think is overrated? I oh, don't mm. come up with an idea straight away. It annoy me. Oh, uh, overrated. Oh, yeah, those two of us just looking <laughs> um, into space. <laughs> um, or just something something that people are around you sort of, like I think politi- politics is, a, is a quite a popular one. People are sort of, people either, either love it or hate it, don't they? Or again, with the monarchy or... Uh, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't oh think of anything. We're great improvisers, Shane. Yeah, well, I was going to say. <laughs> I thought that I'd secured two guests in YouTube, but that's gone Hold down shit. I'm, I'm not moving yeah. on until I thought something's overrated. No, <laughs> I keep thinking surfing. <laughs> I'm thinking of the sea. Surfing. I was, think- was going to say sea swimming, but I love sea swimming. Yeah, and I think surfing's great. Uh, I don't know why I said that. People say like going out and alcohol or. Like me, we did going out. Said, okay, I've got something going out. Going out going to out. watch live music. What? Well, you love live music, Bollocks. don't you? Going out to watch it? No. See that again is like that's for good. me. Shit. That's okay. that's one thing I love doing. I love live music. Nah, not for nah. me. Holidays. <laughs> Holidays. <laughs> Holiday again. That's another Whee! thing that I love. Yes. You see, He's this in. is where we can go into on the podcast, yeah. and we can be like, oh. "What? I don't." Understand. So they're both good yeah. ones, right? 
They're both really yeah. good ones, yeah. And so, yeah. took five minutes. Remember that. Yeah, well, there you go. But yeah, no, the... Uh, Holidays so is a good the one. The good there, but <laughs> my God, the <laughs> only thing is about running a podcast when you, when you need guests on, trying to get guests and yeah. trying to organise yeah. everyone's... Yeah, and because it, cause, yeah, cause <laughs> I'm an actor, because I'm an actor and Andy's an actor as well, so it's kind of like trying to plan our lives around yeah. other people's busy lives. It's, but I think that's the key to a successful podcast, isn't it? Like consistency and Definitely. keeping it. Yeah, Definitely. we do yeah. too many, but we do a lot. No, I don't think you can do too many. I like you, Thomas. I think I've, I, think I, I, think I feel I've said a lot of things that were wrong. Just negative. <laughs> negative Neris. <laughs> negative Neris. <laughs> Damn it. I don't want to come across as negative now. I want to, I want to bring an up to this at the end. No, because you've been talking about becoming way more positive. <laughs> you've just been really... Just... Well, that's the thing. A lot of people nowadays do try and have a positive mindset more so, don't they? So when you say, do you want to come on a podcast and moan about someone, they're like, oh, I don't know. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. When I was thinking of my idea, I didn't, I didn't want to be down on something that people might go oh but i love um last of so do you not like going on holiday what do you not like about going on holiday like i find the first few days stressful to kind of like i'm i'm a bit of a homebody so like i yeah. i'm like i have to adjust and then i, I feel oh, really gone. oh bye then you don't want to be on the podcast <laughs> is it <laughs> who's gone me yeah I oh, he's gone. Anyway. have i gone yeah, yeah you I'm went gone. yeah Are you back you just fucked off. With... My, my internet again. says it's unstable. <laughs> oh, my God. Where are you stealing your Wi-Fi I'm gone from? again. I'm here. You, He's stealing you, this... his Wi-Fi from the local Lidl. What's going on? <laughs> what? No, you, you're back again. Honestly, Hello. that was horrible. Because <laughs> I was like, Who are they, what are you talking about? He's gone. Felt like I'd like being a ghost. Five minutes ago, Thomas asked how to create a successful... <laughs> have regular <laughs> So, internet. key number one to a successful podcast, have good internet. And then yeah. you've got... I, I'll be honest, right. I, I bought cheaper Wi-Fi last year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cost of living. Cost of living. I'm eh? getting the bloody the gold standard fibre thing. But, uh, David stuck rubber nipples on his wall as well to add for the sound. nipples? Well, you know, oh, yeah. Whatever they... Oh, those, is that for sound? Yeah. Yeah. Do they look like, like they're doing it. Yeah, does that make a difference? Oh, I thought you needed more. <laughs> yeah. People use like egg That's egg what cartons. generally everyone agrees on. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll it's listen a... to you guys and not the sound engineer who's worked with Cliff Richard and Mick Hucknell. <laughs> okay. I, I'll listen I, to you guys. I think you should listen yeah. to him, actually. He sounds like he knows. Mick it. Hucknell. <laughs> never heard of him. Never heard of him. I don't know who you mean. He is crisp. Yeah. If anything, whatever you say about his stuff is crisp. Crisp. Yeah, I think it's... to mention. <laughs> there is, there's oh, another girl. song. There we go. Yeah, it makes you uncomfortable, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, I like it. Do you? Thank you. I like it. It's different. <laughs> it's, di- it's different. It's different. <laughs> so do you, just Christmas going back. Christmas Day. Oh, he's, he's off again. Okay. So how no, do we do. mute him from this song? <laughs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect weekend hiking trip or the perfect sunset. We cannot promise you'll make a new friend on the trail. It's certainly possible. We just can't guarantee it. And you probably shouldn't force it. But we can promise you this. With over 4,200 hotels worldwide, you can find a warm welcome and a comfortable room right on the way to where you're going. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. David, just going back quickly. So do you, yeah. when you said you turned down work, does that ha- happen often? Like what? How, why? Well, it's not like it's knocking down my door, but I got, I got offered, was it an offered a role or probably casting for, to someone to see me this week? And I just went, no, thank you. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. So do you, do you, you started as a, as a comedian. Is that how you started? Um, yeah. I started... I guess the first thing I did was the first thing I did was make a little short video diary that Ricky saw. Mm-hmm. And then off the back of that, I started stand up. Yeah. Yeah. So is that, is that what you prefer as opposed to doing like the film? Television no, because I've stopped stand up as well. <laughs> I've stopped stand up and, and I don't. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, what do you do you now? T- You're such a, it's a waste of a talent. The world needs to see more. I can't get over the nerves. I can't get over the nerves. It's interesting. Because mm. you're and so good. Mm. Oh, don't be like this. Mm. You are really good. You're very yeah, but sometimes You're I'm my favourite in Afterlife. Oh. You're my favourite in Afterlife. You're, Ooh, you're I, can, I, can eat, I can eat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you is my favourite in Derek. You is my favourite in Derek. Well, what? I, I What? <laughs> 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 no, um, I don't know. I just I watch things back and I go, it's not good enough. It's not good oh. enough. Not in a bad way. Just okay. Yeah, well, you not gave in a good, it a good way, though. Uh, yeah, don't know. Don't know. And what? What about you, Joe? Are you a similar thing, or do you? No, no. He's he's the opposite. Do not. Say that. <laughs> I do. I do feel embarrassed a lot. Yeah, I do. And it gets, it, it increases with age as well, I think. I had something recently, I was like, oh, I just feel a bit embarrassed. And, and But I can sort of bury it down because I'm there then, you know. I have to bury it down mm. sometimes if I'm doing so. I go, come on, now you're here. You've got to just do just do your job. Like, stop worrying about being embarrassed. It's more embarrassing if you then make a fuss. And Yeah, but you make the decision to do it in the first place. I can't get over the first hurdle. Like the email, I go, no, and delete it. And what does your agent think about that? Do they not just... Oh, very frustrating. 
So I was going to say, do they not get to the point where they're like, "You need to earn us some money"? <laughs> point. Yeah, that I think point she's is... just she's just she's just kind of accepted that that's. I like if Spielberg comes in, I'll go. I'll be a Martian if he wants that. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you do that. That seems even more terrifying. Yeah, but if it's if it's something that's um. I feel like if it's if be an incredible experience, then I'd I'd have to jump at it. Mm-hmm. If it's just you know run of the mill off, but they're the ones that make me like I get imposter syndrome. But it's it's not more. It's not so much like I don't feel like I don't deserve to be there. But it is just a bit like I I have to remind myself. Like I speak to Stephen Graham about this a lot. I've just worked on a film um, with Mark Ruffalo and Rob Pattinson. Wow, and which was directed by Bong Joon Ho, you know who's who made um, Parasite. Fucking hell! Fuck. So I've just done a. Well, oh I my say god! Just, what was that like? like I, well, again, like I remember walking onto set at Warner Brothers and walking onto set and seeing that the sets were bigger than Grimsby. Was that um, filmed here or no? It was filmed here. Yeah, it was filmed at what in Leavesden. You know where the Harry Potter studios are. I don't know where that is. If I'm... So it's in Watford. Um, it's where the Harry Potter, where, where the film all the Harry Potters, right. all the fa- all the Warner Brothers productions are all done there. Um, and I remember just walking onto the set every morning, just being like, "How on earth have you managed to blag your way here?" And it's like I always get worried that someone's going to tap me on the shoulder and just be like, "Right, I've got you. I caught you. That's it. Go home and now. Billy, go back to that's what Billy Colony said. Yeah, but it's not like. It's not like um, not like a fear of, of not feeling like I deserve to be there, but it's just. But I think it's more gratitude and just being like, you, you know, we all we all get the opportunities in life because we deserve them. So, but yeah, it is just kind of that nerve wracking feeling. And then when you're working with, and I don't know if you guys are the same. Like, if I was working with Ricky Gervais, I would be like, oh my god, I'm working with Ricky Gervais, and that kind yeah, of. Yeah, I guess Ricky for me is your Shane Meadows. I feel comfortable mm. with ricky how I just know- how's he must be like i've seen the, the outtakes videos and stuff like he's so much fun yeah yeah ridiculous yeah for me it's just it's just what i know most of the you stuff feel I've comfortable done, with him yeah like walking onto another set oh my god but i mean i have been in those situations where you've been on set for like a week or two and you relax into the part and mm. you know exactly what you're doing and in those times i do go oh yeah Oh, yeah, it's not as bad as I thought. Mm. But it's just the first we're, like rehearsal. We've talked and, about that oh. thing where you can't, you've worked out how to do it and the panic oh. the panic that comes with that. So you've got this roll and you haven't quite worked it out and the cameras are rolling. I remember, I think I had that on Derek. I didn't know how I was going to do it. And I was literally walking over to the set and that is horrible when you're like in one or two apps and everyone's comfortable. And they're dressing mm. you, and you go, I don't know how to do this. I haven't fucking got yeah. a clue. And that unbelievable panic is just, you can't, you feel so alone. Yeah. But I like watching your guys' performances in that. And I, and I think Rick is the same in a sense that his casting is so great. Like, you care about everybody. And you like, the, like I always say that you could make a spin off of every character in Derek and you could make a spin off of every character in Afterlife and the same with extras. And it's like, that's what he creates, even if it is very small parts, one or two days. Like, the, the, so you saying with all the fear and stuff that you, that you feel when you're on set, 
that doesn't show at all. No, I think like like Joseph, when the camera's rolling and you have to take the leap, then I'm all right. I'm sort of all right mm. then. It's the build up because you we sort. Of, it's literally that. It's when the costume sends email through. Can I have your measurements? Oh, I'm measurement. not returning emails. <laughs> I, I don't want to admit that I'm involved yet. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The 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 real it's becoming real, but like once you're in it, and like you say, it's sort of you know what you're doing, and and also. Sometimes you can feel that they're really happy with what you're doing, and then you relax, and mm. and then you get mm. better. But sometimes you, there's a sort of like, oh, can we? You know, you're not that anyone says you're doing it shit, but you you kind of going, can you? Oh. Um, yeah, we just thought we we're going to try, it. and you're like, <laughs> oh god, what what? And and then you start going, oh, but I went quite big then, and were they going, ooh, look, he's doing that, and you're like, <laughs> you're imagining behind the thing, going, fucking hell, look at that. Do you guys ever do any like voiceovers? Do you do like voice work? Uh, yeah, I've done some. Yeah. So, do you I, going off what you've just said there? Have you had it where you do a take and then when you're in the mm. other booth and they switch off so you yes, can't hear what they're yeah, saying? Unbelievable! I'm in that booth and I'm like, I I don't know what I'm, I don't yeah. know what's going on. What they're saying? I feel like they're talking about. Me I must admit though, for what little I've done though in that situation, I'm like, well, well I. I I was given quite good advice about that by Ross Tovey. He's like, you are their puppet for an hour. So, mm. like, if they go, do a squeaky voice, you know, do a fart noise or whatever, it's like it, that is, mm. that is, you, you are, you're bending over, basically, and accept it yeah. or don't do it. And But I know what you mean. You sort of go, what they're actually saying is, well, should we sort of maybe get Thomas to speed it up a bit because we've obviously got 15 seconds and it's but, yeah, but you're, why you're can't going, I hear look that? that I want to hear that. Look at that piece of shit. Look at that fucking. Yeah, that's what's going on in your head. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at him wondering kind of... what we're saying. Look at him. I, I hate look at him. Him. I haven't got anything to say. Because I always. I haven't got anything to say. Should we just let him sweat? <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're awful. The, 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 whole, the whole process. But even just the auditioning process and stuff as well. I hate that. I hate the auditioning process. Oh, audition. Mm. Do you audition? For, sorry, we're taking up loads of your time. Sorry. Just, do you know? Do no, you, it's fine. I'm, I'm do loving this. Do you I'm, remember? Do you remember Rovers? It just suddenly dawned um, on me. What? Rovers. Me and Joe, I, I should probably, maybe we need to well, I'm scared now. Out. What have we done? I'm interested. I think we wanted Thomas. Oh, we one, did. We, were, we wanted Thomas for one of the plot parts. Yes. And I think you turned us down. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, we did. But I, th- I don't know if we can put that out because is, is it not fair on? No, but it was before we thought of someone else. But it was like, this was like, yeah. this was like early on where you go. You yeah, had... you were who we wanted for the main. The main character, yeah. What was this? Yeah, in fact, we wrote you with. We wrote the part with you in yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, Fuck, I'd totally forgotten. And so I'm pretty sure we went to you, and for whatever reason, you just said, you know... When was this? It was quite a brutal response. Listen to, to him, when was this? You know exactly when <laughs> it was, You knew what buddy. you were doing. No. <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> you come on to mock What was it called? I'm going to have a look at my emails now. What was it called? Oh, no, it was years ago. Oh, we're talking like eight years ago, seven years ago. Yeah, it's not in my no, email. No, it'd be eight years ago. Uh, it's called Rovers, and I... and. Apparently, you sent a one-word reply. No, I'm joking. That would have been my agent, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. Just, no, I'm joking. This is no, bullshit. I'm joking. It was with, you know, Craig Cash? Craig Cash? And the Royal Family. Royal Family. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, so. yeah, so we did it with him. And I'm pretty sure, Joe, when we wrote that part, we had... No, I know for Thomas a fact, yeah, because I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? And then, no, we had, we had you in mind the whole time we were writing the series, yeah. 
Yeah. Only to be. Oh my God! Um, I don't, maybe I was. Maybe I was doing something. Listen, you don't have to say anything now, son. <laughs> Just have a think oh. about it. <laughs> Turning down work. <laughs> ah. I won't do that now. No, I don't know what Can happened. You might have been busy at work. Let's do another series. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know <laughs> what late. happened. Too late. You... Yes, let's do it. Let's know. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> You've got Jack O'Connell in instead. That's funny, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's always so funny with. Because of the way that my agent works is they want they want me to do specific. You know what we said earlier on when you look at your CV, you want, you know, and this is no, God, I'm digging a hole. So my I don't want to do good stuff, said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Go on. What's your agent, my agent can say? My agent always, like they said, that we want you to look at your CV when you're sort of 40, 50, if you make yeah. it that far. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and be buzzing off everything that you've done. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. Do you know what? I'm fair play to your agent, then. To be honest with you, how did no, it do? Fair did it do play. well. What, what, did it do how well? Did it do? Did it, Let's did it say this: it only got one series, but it's right. growing but, over time. People are right, finding okay. it and enjoying it and going. Yeah. And what was it for? BBC for Sky. 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 Shit, the money's good for Sky as well. Yeah. Look around you, mate. We've both got. There offices. we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm in my front room in my two up, two down. Had yeah. I done that series, who knows? Yeah, yeah had you, you've had one up, one yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's interesting, that. That's interesting. Yeah. You yeah. would have loved it. We had a lovely time. We had a I put on a lot of weight because we had a lot of crisps. Yeah, you would have had a lovely it, time. It? You know, when you're, on, when you're on the set and it's like food going everywhere. back to the Bong Joon-ho thing with Mark Ruffalo, the food was incredible. And it was just, it's just there all day. And it's hard to not want to just smash it in already. Ricky has chocolate fountains. <laughs> Don't say really? that. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just... Does it? Yeah. You just put your cup under it. And... Do either of you know oh. who the... I, I never know the name of it, but apparently there's one TV catering company that everyone wants. And they're like booked up for years. Probably that. Is it there? Because they basically... Maybe. Famously, when everyone gets commissioned, the first thing they do is contact this caterer and try and get them i can't remember wow, who they it's... are they're meant to be remember the one with the mash we had mash with and they just pumped it out of this bag <laughs> david can we cut like them? smash yeah well i did right I... if we can we delete the job but i left that job which we just bleeped what out was? the one we've just bleeped out because i don't want them to yeah to bleep that out so Oh yeah. But I um, on the last day of that, the caterers had, had been terrible. And I left and they I said, Oh, bye bye. And they said, Oh no, I'm working with you next week. I was like, What? And I was going on to do something else. And they were doing the catering on it. I was like, Fuck you. Oh no. Isn't that the worst thing in the world with catering? Yeah. It's so important to have good catering on a Saturday, yeah. I think. Good yeah, catering and good accommodation. Because yeah. The, the only no, on thing Derek, doing... we had a masseur on a Friday. <laughs> really? We're so yeah, grounded, like aren't we? We're so, like... we're, we are men of the people. We had a masseur on a... <laughs> well, it was lovely. A chocolate fountain and a masseur. Fucking hell. It was lovely. It was Don't get none lovely. of that in the short films, do you? Don't get that. No. Honestly, you go in this little room and this Brazilian hunk will be there and you lay down, Mr. Hill. Wonderful. What the fuck? Oh, Why? Was, 
a Brazilian guy with a French accent. <laughs> yeah, David, you know it. If you're listening, directors, David has the range. <laughs> yeah, it's so important to have good food because you've got to keep crew morale high, haven't you? Because, I mean, exactly. I mean, we get all the praise as, as actors and directors, but and rightly so. And writing, <laughs> and rightly so. But like, the crew, the crew works like so much harder than we do. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you yeah. need to feed them, and you need to you need to have good accommodation i think yeah yeah um we've taken up loads of anyway, your time yeah it's so lovely to uh, meet you thomas thank you for doing thank it. you thomas oh, likewise you know, that's really one of the really longest pods we've ever done yeah one of the how long have we been going uh hour and a half i think uh yeah not, well an hour, can, an I, hour and... can, can i ask what you're recording no, on? that's it you said we're oh going. yeah sorry that's can it. i, can I ask what, what you're recording going. on because is it on your phone because the sound quality is really good and i want to know what um i'm on my ipad with um, oh okay okay well it's very good does that sound good is yeah. it, is it good oh, it quality? sounds good but because i thought it was on a phone and you i was like tell that to the sound recordist on my podcast yes the the, the, the sound recordist on my podcast is always moaning at me oh well oh, nice. sound quality well so i think it's lovely well, that's good to know okay gentlemen right well thank, thank you, you thomas have, let's I've go really, really enjoyed it. it's yeah it's a joy to meet you yeah should we come yeah, back in an hour if you um yeah, let's come back in an hour. <laughs> we'll go get some nice catering, some mashing over the tube. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great. And if you guys ever want to come on my podcast, of course. Oh, of course. We've we got the subjects now. Holidays. Well, so and... What was it? It was holidays and gigs. Live music. Live music. Love that. Yeah, yours is nice Perfect. and controversial, David. That'll get some. Yeah, that'll get some views, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all about the hits, <laughs> the drops. Yeah, it's all about the hits. Yeah. Yeah, and if you could just bring us a third of your listeners, we'll be great. Maybe we might actually start earning some money from it. Well, Chatter Biscuits, they're a lovely bunch oh, yeah. of people. What's it called? Overrated and... Overrated everything. Overrated everything. Give it a bloody try. Mm. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've established, during this, we've established during this podcast, the only thing I care about is money. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> money and food. Fantastic. Talk about that a lot. Yeah. Right, guys. I shall yeah, let you yeah, go. Sorry. No, Thomas. Sorry, one more question. No, go on. No, 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 I'm joking. No. One last song, David. No, no. Yeah, no. 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 I'll stick song. the song at the end of the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Cheers, Thank Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. Love Have it. a lovely rest All of the right. day. Lovely Thanks, to meet you. Lovely to you meet too. you. Take care. You too. Bye, 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 bye. Cheers, bye, bye, mate. Bye. bye. Your voice, yeah. We'll take it back, man. That's right. We'll take it back, man. That's right. 
Hey, yo, listen, it's going down just like this. We're talking about Prince Rattaz. Yeah.